For those of you who have been out of the loop, Antonio Garcia Martinez is a former Facebook executive who was in charge of the ad platform and then left Facebook and wrote a best-selling book called Chaos Monkeys. I haven't actually read the book, but it was a very controversial book, but it also sold very well because of uh, the quality of Antonio's writing. And I think that's something that's coming home to roost now because Antonio was hired by Apple in 2021 this year, and then he got immediately fired because a lot of employees rallied around and demanded his firing. I can't really pass judgment on what happened because I don't have all the facts, but I thought that this segment in the This Week in Saras podcast really helped to contextualize it a bit because it has a clip of him reading his own book, and the discussion around it was very interesting. So it starts off with Kara Swisher interviewing Antonio, and then it cuts to a discussion between Jason Calacanis and Zach Colius. These are not neutral parties. They're both powerful white guys in tech, and they're friends of Antonio. So make of that what you will. But this was the first time that I had ever heard of Hunter S. Thompson, and I had to go look him up, and I never heard of gonzo journalism. And it does ring true that it is very compelling writing. Uh, unfortunately, of, of course, it does make for, for some controversial statements. But I think about the Shakespeare that I studied in my past and some of the exaggerations that writers would make about reality. And I wonder what's so different about it. So let's have a listen. Let's talk a little bit about that because, you know, you've gotten dinged for it and deservedly because some of your lines in the book are a little misogynist, uh, I think, uh, to be fair, uh, very misogynist, actually. The one about trading women for guns, which was interesting, which is true. Well, truthful. you have to put that quote in okay, context, right. I think. Uh, well, here it is. If there was an apocalypse and you had a choice, your wife is not someone you would trade for guns. Or is that correct? Well, hold on. Well, right. I could Well, I could almost feel like I could probably okay. almost read it. I want you, you to read it. You want me to read yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, Okay, I've yeah. got it marked off. Good. Because this that- thing is going to go on my tombstone, frankly. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's okay. So this is about the woman that had my children, and, right. I'm, and I'm. This is like an you know I'm sort of praising the her. The British woman, the British trader. Right. She had wild green eyes with unnatural red spots in their irises when you pulled close, reminiscent of that Afghan girl from the National Geographic cover. Her personality was flinty and rough, and as leathery as her skin. She had spent years between various jobs backpacking around the rougher parts of the world. She was an imposing, broad-shouldered presence, six feet tall and bare feet, and towering over me in heels. Most women in the Bay Area are soft and weak, cosseted and naive, despite their claims of worldliness and generally full of shit. They have their self-regarding entitlement feminism and ceaselessly vaunt their independence. But the reality is, come the epidemic plague or foreign invasion, they become precisely the sort of useless baggage you trade for a box of shotgun shells or a jerry can of diesel. And this is the important thing to put in context. (laughs) I am contrasting this broad overgeneralization to the reality of the woman that I was falling in love with. Okay. (laughs) British trader, on the other hand, was the sort of woman who would end up a useful ally in that post-apocalypse, doing whatever work, be it carpentry, animal husbandry, or a shotgun blast to someone's back required doing. (laughs) Long story short... You wanted to tie your genetic wagon to the bucking horse of her bloodline. Okay. So I, if, <laughs> I if I'm going to be quoted, it'll be quoted I, in context. I, I, I read the whole thing. Yeah. It was very funny. I couldn't yeah. believe someone said that. I've yeah. heard it said, but yeah. people won't say it in person. So like I said, it's the reviews have been all over the place. One has been, uh, you know, I don't like your book because it's everything that's wrong with Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. And it's like. So they're blaming you it's for like, that. It, well, of course, it's like looking at Picasso's Guernica and saying, oh, it's everything wrong with war. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> exactly. Right. right. Like, and, and like you're saying, I'm only saying things that everyone says, mm-hmm. but just never says in public. All right. So there you have it. Um, you know, when put in context, you know, I think it is not like this quote was um, a quote in the New York Times 
about women in Silicon Valley. Um, it was him going extremely hard on Bay Area culture in order to praise the mother of his children. And obviously, he is taking a, I don't know, Hunter S. Thompson, Jack Kerouac, Hemingway-esque, you know, and listen, I'm, I'm, I didn't study English literature or any kind of literature to be that, to be totally honest here. But he, he's obviously, um, you know, being a wordsmith here trying to to be super, super um, evocative and, and obviously interesting and controversial. Zach, what's your take on the quote itself? Um, and, you know, on a scale of, you know, it's misogynistic without the context. And let's call that a 10 on misogyny. Now. Um, women are stupid, women are weak. It, it actually sounds as hardcore as that when you hear it out of context in context, where does it fall for you? Um, you know, does that I'm not matter? Like, I, I really don't. I think the more interesting question is we've moved away from a contextualized sort of dialogue. Mm. The, the, in, in context, every, like, so I, I tweeted about this and I told, I said it, it, it made me sick that people are trying to get him fired from his job because he wrote a book that was a New York Times bestseller and he wrote it in a, like you said, a Hunter S. Thompson way and, some of the things he did in there were great, and some of the things in there were terrible. And but in general, people, lots of people, thought it was a really well written, exciting book. And he and it made, was a big issue with his publisher, right? Um, yes. Oh, from yeah. From what yeah, I understand, was, and he sought out people's feedback on this specific quote. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. And, and he kept know, it in. But were well, you he, one of the people he sought out for advice? Is that uh, Antonio and I talk about a lot of things and um, he 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 made the choices that he made about trying to make a book that was truly exciting and interesting 